Happy International Podcasting Day, my friend. If you are listening to this on or around late September, early October, well, that is what I am here to celebrate today. And I'm also celebrating you for being a fan and listener of podcasts because this is where it's at. I am going to share all the lowdown, all the juicy details on why you actually love podcasts, why maybe you should start one, and all the wonderful things that I've learned about podcasting. Are you tapping into your potential? Are you then taking that potential and turning it into a purposeful and profitable online offering so you can impact more people, share your skills and expertise, and make a dent in the world? And are you doing this while living a life that fills you with purpose, happiness, and opportunities for growth? This may all sound too good to be true, and I am telling you, it isn't. These are the big questions that I seek to answer on The Untapped Show, a podcast for go-getting humans who know that more is possible for them in life and who want to make real changes and live up to and beyond their human potential. In this weekly podcast, I share nuggets of wisdom on how to do this, combined with inspiring interviews with everyday humans who are doing this right now so that we can all learn from each other. I'm your host, Natalie Sisson, a best-selling author, podcaster, blogger, lifelong learner, triathlete and lover of handstands and who took her humble blog back in 2010 and somehow managed to turn it into a multiple six-figure business by creating different revenue streams based around my skills, talents and knowledge. And I know that this is possible for you too. So every single week, that's what you're going to hear here on this podcast to give you inspiration, motivation, strategy and tactics to do this for yourself and to lead a purpose-driven life. So let's dive in to this week's show. So in today's episode, as I mentioned, it is International Podcasting Day, or it has just been. And so I wanted to really celebrate this incredible medium. Podcasting is something that I've been doing since 2014. Can you believe it? And when I started out, I really didn't have a heck of a lot of idea or knowledge about what the hell I was going to do. I just really wanted to try this medium because at the time that I started, it was already really popular. There were tons of podcasts out there and I just kind of thought, what a cool way to share knowledge, teach, learn and do it as a digital nomad from anywhere without too much fuss. Because back then I was pretty much three or four years into my digital nomad journey and the thought of just having a small portable microphone Oh my God, the Samson Go mic. I still have my original Samson Go mic. I still use it. It is incredible. Hard wearing, tiny, tiny, can just put it away in its own little protective case, locks onto your laptop. Oh, just the best thing when you're a digital nomad. Small, portable, light and effective. And I used that for years and I would literally record from airports and, well, never a plane, but trains, hotel lobbies, bedrooms of hotels or Airbnbs or just wherever and whenever. And I found it such a super useful tool for being able to actually build credibility and awareness in my business in the early days and so many more things, which I'm going to discuss on this podcast. But I wanted to tell that story because I started out with literally just that little mic and my laptop, no fancy equipment. I think I used Oh my God, I can't even remember what I used, Audacity, I think initially to record them on. And then I quickly, quickly hired a podcast editor because there are some things in life you know that you should be doing and editing my podcast was not one of those. So I'd love to say a special shout out at this point to Rolly, who has been editing my podcast since 2014. And another special shout out to my girl, Jamie Masters, who introduced me to Rolly and also has her own awesome podcast. 
eventual millionaire and uh, just all the people that I have met through podcasting who are podcasters, this day is for you. Let's celebrate being podcasters. Let's celebrate listening to amazing podcasts. Let's celebrate all the fans and all the incredible topics, interviews and episodes out there. And if you want to get a sense for just how big podcasting is, then here's the deal. According to Music Oomph, who put out a pretty cool infographic, there are 700,000 active podcasts, 29 million episodes in 100 languages. Isn't that nuts? I actually thought it might be more podcasts, to be fair. That makes me feel like, you know, I've got a little bit of a little tiny snippet in there. I've got a little bit of competition for sure, but I'm not in a pool of like bazillions of books of which there are so many. And then the top five most popular podcasting genres are society and culture, business, which is kind of this one, comedy, news and politics, and health, just in case you wanted to know. But here's just a couple more stats and trends that I found really interesting. So in terms of age group, the biggest listenership is 25 to 34, followed closely by 35 to 44. These are very, very skewed towards US stats here. So I'd love to see some more of the international stats. But imagine that most people are sort of between 25 to 34 is the biggest demographic. And these folks listening in, just like you, are highly educated. In fact, more than 68% of listeners are likely to be postgraduates. And here's the kicker that really interested me and why I want you to consider starting your own podcast or if you've recently stopped it, why I want you to get excited about it again or if you've never really got yours going, why you should, is that 45% of podcast listeners in this survey done are more likely to have $250,000 plus in annual income. So what we're talking about here is podcast listeners are generally well-educated and well-off, well, earning really decent money, which means they are interested, engaged with disposable income, which can happily go towards you, your business, your products, your services, and what you are putting out there in the world. So just a little, you know, just in case you're wondering, yes, podcasting is a fantastic tool, and I'll come into advertising and sponsorship in a little bit. In terms of gender Pretty equal split right now. 52% of US podcast consumers are male, 48% are female. I'd be really keen to know actually how many female driven podcasts there are versus male. I have a feeling it's still heavily skewed towards male, but I would be pleasantly surprised if it wasn't. Most of us are listening in on our smartphone, iPhone, then Android, then just others. <laughs> I always feel sorry for the others. And the cool thing is, and this is really interesting to me because I listen to podcasts when I'm out running or on my bike or at the gym or just traveling, commuting, whatever I may be doing. When I'm sort of out and about, I love listening to podcasts, walking with the dogs. And 49% uh, of people, however, listen to them in their own homes. So there you go. 22% while driving and 11% uh, while they're kind of at work. <laughs> wonder what else they're doing at work and only four percent while commuting or at the gym which really amazes me interestingly i did hear a stat the other day that is you really should be listening to music when you are working out not to audio books or podcasts because you should be focusing on your workout and being wholeheartedly in that at the time and music is really good motivation for that and i must admit then i was at the gym today on the elliptical because i can't run right now thanks to a sprained ankle and i've obviously got my iron woman coming up in a couple of months obviously for those of you listening i have wish me luck december 7th and um 
And I was listening to some fantastic podcasts from Goop, which I highly recommend as a podcast, and I'll be putting this in the show notes. So nataliesisson.com forward slash 037. If you want to get the resources that I'm going to mention today, the infographics, the stats, and my top 10 podcasts of all time in the last year. Anyway, I was listening to the Goop podcast, and I must admit, it did detract from me being fully focused on my interval training on the elliptical. And that was partly because those episodes were so fascinating and so engaging and so heart-wrenching and heartbreaking and hope-giving, and they made me angry and sad and inspired and motivated and hopeful all at once, which is great, but probably not when you're working out. So little diversion for you there. Okay, so I hope that gives you sort of an overview of where the trends are. In terms of podcast listeners, apparently we subscribe to an average of six shows. Six shows. I sound like Sean Connery. Six shows. I think I have six to seven, but I on average listen to two or three almost all the time. And most people listen to an average of seven different shows a week. So again, if you're considering starting a podcast, you're like, oh God, there's just too many out there. Well, yeah, there's a competition, but it is still a growing medium and people are listening to a variety of shows and there are more and more listeners listening every single day. So it's a great thing, right? Okay. Final fact for you, weekly podcast listeners spend an average of 6 hours and 37 minutes listening to podcasts, which is quite a lot, which is really cool, I think. So there you go, just to let you know. And I did say that I would touch on ads. And before I dive into this, I wanted to share, actually, five things that podcasting has taught me over the last, what are we at? Five years, five or six years. So the first one that it has taught me is that it is actually a fantastic personal development tool. Not just if you're listening to them, but I'm actually talking about if you have your own podcast. So for those of you listening here who have always thought about starting it, do it. I highly encourage everybody to start a podcast. Well, not everybody, but you know, if you're a content creator and you have things to teach and share, and you have a gift that you want to get out there and you love telling stories, you enjoy the medium of audio, of storytelling, of sharing, of teaching, all those things I just mentioned, then a podcast is a perfect tool for you. If you don't love video or getting on video um, and you want something that is quicker and easier to technically produce and put out there where you don't have to worry whether you're like having a great hair day or you don't have to have the perfect backdrop location or lighting, you can just record it. I'm coming to you live from sitting on top of my bed right now because I love looking out to the trees and the hills and the flowers in front of me. And it's quite nice having the cushions and bedspread around because it just creates a better audio sensation or audio background. I'm just holding my mic in my hand because I can. I've got my laptop on my lap. So just to give you an idea, I've got a nice little soft lighting off to the right. Anyway, maybe I'll take a photo to share where I am. But the point is you can do podcasting from anywhere. And all you really need is a great mic. So again, in my show notes, I will list out a couple of fantastic mics that I've had over the years, depending on your budget and also what you're after and whether you are traveling or you want a full-on setup at home. There are people who are far more onto this and they're all over the tech of podcasting, but I actually really like keeping it simple and uh, just really great audio. Okay. So the first thing that podcasting has taught me is that it is an incredible tool for personal development. 
And I mean that because the guests that I invite onto my show are usually people that I'm fascinated by, intrigued by, have something really interesting to teach me and you, because obviously that's why we're here, so we can all learn from each other. And so when I'm feeling like meh sometimes, and then I have this amazing guest that I've invited on, I just feel so inspired after, so motivated. I often put into action what they've taught. And over the years, I've just had some incredible guests, actually, to be fair, that are blowing me away and just super lucky to have had the honor to talk to them and interview them. And as you probably have heard from my podcast, if you've been listening from the start or even recently, I never prepare really anything and I just have an informal conversation with these people. I dig deep. I ask questions on the fly that interest me that I hope will interest you. I love and am curious about what makes people tick. And so my style of podcasting has always been pretty much do a little bit of background research, but on the whole, the less I know, the more inclined I am to ask interesting questions and sort of dig further into that. So you choose your style. If you're a planner and you love to know everything and you love to have set questions and you you like routine and kind of that cyclical nature of things, then absolutely go for it. A lot of those formatted shows work super well. My friend John Lee Dumas, an entrepreneur on fire or EO fire, He's been asking the same questions for years, has a very similar format. Lots of people have lightning rounds or um, quick question, rapid fire, whatever it may be. And I think that's all cool because actually some people love listening to something that is consistent and they know what they're going to get every time. I personally love the way podcasts have gone in the last few years, which is highly produced, but in a very natural way. So incredible stories, amazing research dappled in with those stories ads even sprinkled throughout in a really, really relevant way where they even create stories and personal touch for the ads. But they're just highly produced. They have a team of writers, scripts, musical interludes, incredible like voiceovers and just cutting to it's almost like being part of a movie or part of a theater show. If I had the budget and the team and yeah, if I had all those things in place, I would love to produce a show like that. But I also love the simplicity of the fact that I'm sitting here talking on top of my bed with a microphone in my hand and able to produce this and have this go out to thousands of people. So thank you to the thousands who are listening and hopefully one day more tens of thousands and even beyond because I just think that's really unique. And it's a it's a privilege that you allow me to turn up in your earbuds week in, week out. If you're binge listening right now, maybe for the last 48 hours and and I pity you if that's the case but it's really cool I'm going to shout out to the lovely Jen who binge listened to my podcast with her kitty cat as she was driving across the US the other day and she even um, shared that in a message so thanks Jen Uh, you're awesome and just to the people who message me and tell me how my content is getting through or it's made an impact or the interview they loved or just the messages that you get much like if you're a blogger or a writer, it's just it makes your day as a content creator when people appreciate it and share and tell you when they were listening or what they learned or what they'd love to see. It's just really awesome. So please keep that up at Natalie Sisson, Instagram, Twitter. Hit me up. Tell me what you want more of. Tell me what you enjoy. It really makes makes my day. And because I don't know who's out there and listening and because I'm talking into a microphone and not looking you in the face, it's just really nice to get that personal feedback. So finally, one more time coming back as a personal development tool, it has been incredible. And you'll often find that podcasters interview people as they're on their own journey that they're really interested in. So I've seen podcasters do this over time. They either pick the theme that they talk about, like Amy Porterfield has always talked about marketing online made easy. She talks about online courses, email lists. Awesome. Like I love the way Amy teaches and shares 
and she's always really on point with her topics. And over the years, she's been bringing in more and more behind the scenes about how she's built her business, about her own personal growth, about the things she wished she'd knew and learned. And I really like seeing that more personal side of her as well as a professional side where she's sharing tactics and strategies. And she's brought on some cool guests, but she does a lot of solo episodes where she's sharing and teaching because at the end of the day, she's a great teacher. I like doing solo episodes like this because I get to share a little bit more insight, what I'm thinking, what I'm seeing, how that helps, strategies I've learned and shared and taught, etc. But I love interviewing people because I just really am curious, as I said, about people. And you've probably heard me over the years pulling people on at times in my business when I wanted to know more about YouTube marketing or Instagram, or I wanted to know to learn more about structuring my business or investments or outsourcing. And then there'll be times when I'm really fascinated, for example, and untapped all about human potential. So more around mindset and physiology and neuroscience and the future of work. So I hope that you enjoy the variety, but here on the show, I'm always talking about how do you tap into your potential and then how do you get paid to be you and do the work that you love and live the life that you desire? So that's my remit. That's the kind of vehicle that I operate within. That's the topics that you'll most likely be hearing on this podcast. And you know what? The cool thing about being a podcaster is you can change that if you wish. In fact, this podcast has been no less than three different podcasts. It is the same feed from the Suitcase Entrepreneur. So if you were expecting to be hearing me talk about digital nomad stuff and you've just tuned in after six years. Hey, welcome to Untapped. After it was a suitcase entrepreneur for almost four years, four and a half, I then turn it into, oh man, what did I turn it into? Wait a minute. Oh my God, I actually have to look this up on Pippa. It was just on the tip of my tongue and I can't believe I've forgotten. Okay, just wait. So Pippa is my podcasting platform where I host all my shows. I love it. It's awesome pippa.io oh yeah natalie sisson's quest for freedom so that was really cool i actually had that for about um sort of a year i guess and that was really me riffing off more on freedom topics also the freedom plan book was coming out around then it was very much the center of my world it's always been the center of my world but i was trying to look more at personal freedom professional freedom mindset freedom etc and then i switched over into untapped at the start of 2019 because Interestingly, I just had a really interesting run in the last year and a half with my business. It's morphed a lot. My personal, professional interests have morphed and Untapped feels really on point with where I'm hoping to help people live up to their potential and live amazing lives and get paid to be them. So that's the journey. Personal development in a nutshell. You can use podcasting to grow yourself and become a better person. Who'd think that was number one? Uh, I promise this won't be as long for the second. Number two is that it has taught me the power of discipline. Quite a few things have taught me that over the years, but because podcasting has been the most consistent medium that I have ever produced in my life, even over blogging and writing and videos, um, it has taught me the power of discipline. And no matter what, I have turned up pretty much week on week over the last five and a half to six years, apart from when I took it offline for about five or six months and took a break, which was awesome, highly recommended. And it really has taught me to batch interviews. It has taught me to create a really great system. We have the best SOP standard operating procedure for my podcast ever. It's, I don't know how many pages now, maybe 10, but anybody who joins my team, anybody who comes in should be able to go through that Google doc and literally be able to create, publish and promote 
the podcast exactly how we do it right now. And it's changed over the years and we've added to it and we've streamlined it and it's awesome, right? So it's a combination of an Asana podcast template where everybody ticks off all the things that they have to do from me recording it through to it being edited, through to the blog post being created, through to the intro and outro being done, through to the graphics, the images, the uploading, the editing, the content, the publishing, and the promoting. There's quite a lot involved. And all of this is with my small, nimble, humble team and and myself. And so if you appreciate what you're hearing, if you've listened to the podcast for ages, I would just love to say you can support my show, which is advert-free, After all these years, I have actually managed this year to keep it advert-free and fund it myself. So you can support and chip in and buy me a coffee or a dinner or just say, yeah, Natalie, I appreciate the fact that you don't ram ads down my throat and you independently produce this podcast by showing the love. And you can do that at nataliesisson.com forward slash love. You knew that one was coming, didn't you? What a great URL. Really appreciate it. No pressure if you don't want to, though. But you know what? I could do with some more coffee. All right. So yeah, made me super disciplined, focused and consistent in creating content like no other medium ever has. Three, it is a fantastic authority building tool for you personally and also for your business if you're in business or if you're a freelancer or a side hustler. Why? Because the fact that people are turning up to listen to you each week or each month or every day even is because you are worth listening to, because you have knowledge to share, because you're interesting, because you're intriguing, because you help people, because you want to make an impact. And all of these things help position you with integrity, with credibility, and they allow people to be able to say, hey, you should listen into that Natalie Sisson's Untapped podcast because I really like the way she talks about these things. Or she had this fantastic guest on last week who talked about this and it was great and etc. So it is a fantastic authority and credibility building tool. And I for sure know, and I have talked about this before, that it is a fantastic business building tool because If you are turning up and creating content consistently, offering tons of value, sharing your expertise and knowledge, people sit up, they notice, and they will become your clients or customers 100% guaranteed. Not every single freaking listener, but you will be surprised how much business has been driven through the podcast that I often only know about later until when somebody has signed up to one of my retreats and invested several thousand dollars and they're like, oh, you know, I first found you through your podcast and then I heard you talking about this on your podcast and I signed up. Or I I came on your online course because of this. Or I wanted to do one-to-one coaching with you because of this. Or I actually did work with one of the guests you had on there. So I really love that I can share my guest stories. And I usually do that just because I'm really curious and interested. But hey, if they get new clients and customers and business out of it, all power to them because I bring quality people on the show. And, you know, since they're quality, you probably should be working with them if they pique your interest and you resonate with what they're saying and teaching. So fantastic business tool from that perspective. And also if you do choose to go down the route of sponsorship or advertising, which I'm fully not against, I'm just more against how it's being done now and how many ads people cram into podcasts. And if they don't do it well, it's just an ad fest and you're not actually getting much value back. And I totally know that podcast creators spend a lot of money and invest a ton of their time in their podcast and they deserve to get paid for it. They deserve to be paid for the free content, the value they're putting out. But I think there are just better ways to do it than slamming a variety of shitty ads down your podcast, especially if you're not aligned with a thing that you're promoting. In the past, I've had only tools that I have selected, worked with and recommended who have then approached me about 
advertising and sponsorship. It's been really lucrative. Those tools have been amazing. And I did my best to make the ads engaging and interesting and on point so that people were like, that is a useful tool. Thank you for mentioning it. I want to come back to the infographic because this is the perfect time to talk about the growth of podcast ad revenue. So um, 69% agreed that podcast ads made them aware of new products or services, which is cool. And if people seem to like that and are okay with that, then it's probably a bit of a mindset block that I have around being bombarded with ads. And I, I don't want to do that for my audience, but I will promote my own products and services. And I will make you aware of tools and services and products that I like using, but I will do that from an advocate point of view as an affiliate and on my own terms and when I wish to, and when it makes sense with my content, nobody's paying me for that. So just want to make that clear. But here's the trend. Back in 2015, there was $69 million worth of ad revenue floating around in the podcast world. And by 2020, so next year, they believe this will be $659 million. Jesus. Wow. That is crazy. That is tenfold. Holy moly. The biggest jump was actually 2016 to 2017, but it's just incrementally gone up in hundreds of millions since then. So um, there is a lot of money out there for you to be able to earn if you build a good podcast. And contrary to what a lot of people say, you don't have to have thousands or tens of thousands of listeners. When I started out, I had advertisers when I only had a couple of hundred people listening in. Small, unique, niche podcasts can be an absolute godsend for people who want to advertise and get in front of that very small niche and they're prepared to pay for it. And if somebody ever comes to you and says, hey, we'll do it per downloads or per listens or CPC, all that sort of stuff, you may not stack up and it may not be worth your time or theirs. But I know plenty of advertisers and podcast sponsors who don't actually care so much about that, just so long as you actually start to get the results and click-throughs and people who will sign up to test their service or trial it, etc. So play around with it. It's got to make sense for you. It's got to make sense for them. But you can also sell advertisers on your audience and how engaged they are and how your community responds. And I actually really like small, engaged, committed communities over mass audiences. So it really depends what they're after and, and who they're trying to get in front of. So don't discount that even if you have a small podcast, you can earn money from it and get paid to be you and producing all this amazing content that you put out. All right, back to the two final things that I think podcasting has taught me. So just want to recap quickly, personal development, personal growth, amazing tool for that. Second, discipline and focus and really systemizing what you do so that you can turn up and deliver value all the time. Three, as a business tool, and then I guess probably four there was into a revenue generating tool, so slightly different, right? One's around brand and awareness and credibility, and the other is actually about converting that into revenue through sponsorships and ads and your own business products and offerings. And so number five is actually, this may sound really odd, the friendships that you make. So I alluded to this earlier. Uh, my good friend Jamie Masters put me on to Rolly, who's been my podcast editor ever since. Thank you, Rolly, for sticking with me and listening to my voice for all this time and all the other people that you edit podcasts for and do an amazing job. Don't know how you do it. But um, the people that I have met over the years and who have invited me on their shows and the interviews that I've had with them and they've had with me, I mean, I, because you spend 20 to 60 minutes talking to these people and getting to know them and interviewing them, you never really forget that. I mean, I must admit, I've probably forgotten a lot of the shows that I've been on over the last 10 years, but 
it always surprises me how many people remember that they were on mine or remember the interview that we did on theirs and invite you back for more. Or you just have this special bond with somebody, I think, once you've interviewed them and talked to them and they've shared their knowledge. And especially if it was a big deal for them. I don't know if it's been a big deal for Julia Kelly, who was just on my podcast now, but she contacted me three or four years ago when she last came on my podcast. And I know for her, she had a small audience at the time and it was just an awesome way to get the message out there. She was very smart and strategic about it, but I really enjoyed talking to her. And I just really like how she popped back into my inbox like three years later and asked if she could be on it again. And I'm like, too right, you can. So I'd like to think I'm a generous soul. I like to give people a platform from which to share their message and talk. And if I can be the provider of that, fantastic. And the people who have done that for me at times and I really needed it and have sent a ton of wonderful people my way. And I'm going to shout out to Scott at happened to your career podcast because we interviewed oh a couple of months back and the number of people who have been saying hi as a result of that um, has been awesome so thank you so much Scott Barlow yeah thank you so much and just yeah incredible the people that I've met offline as well as a result of that in fact my first ever conference that was purely for podcasters was the podcast movement back in 2014 where I got to catch up with Jamie in person and what was so fundamentally astounding about that podcast conference was just the number of engaged, enthusiastic, passionate people there, all talking about podcasting, the tech, the audio, the formats, the themes, the people, the trends. It was just really cool. I have to say that it was the only time I've been to a conference that is that niche and it's grown and grown and grown. Shout out to Michael O'Neill, who was doing a lot of the stage podcasts there and interviewing other podcasters and doing it live stream and yeah, he's just been an awesome friend as a result of that too. So you can't discount when you're in this kind of podcasting world, the number of friendships and people that you get to connect with and actually form great relationships and friends with too many of them to mention. Um, and probably too many that I have failed to actually extend a big thank you to or catch up with recently. So if you are one of those people listening and you're like, yeah, Natalie, where's it at? Know that I am going to be in touch and probably have you back on this podcast and maybe come back on yours. But yeah, too many good people to mention through that. And finally, my final message, and because I do these on the fly, you know that I haven't prepared this one yet. <laughs> Feeling a little emotional, actually. Yeah, I think the final one for me is the ability to have a unique voice and be able to distribute it so far and wide. So if I look at my stats of where my audience are, by far and away, United States is, is the largest demographic, followed by UK, very closely followed by Canada, then into New Zealand, whoop, whoop, thank you, New Zealand, Australia, Germany, Japan, United Arab Emirates, Ireland, Bahrain, and then there's six more pages of stats of where people are from. So pretty much looking at the map, but also the stats. Wow, how many countries? I can't even, tons. It doesn't actually show me what else we got here. Netherlands, thank you. China, Tunisia, Denmark, South Africa, Sweden, Myanmar, Philippines, Switzerland, Portugal. This is really crazy. I, I don't look at this enough, but Brazil, only 11 in Brazil. What's up with that? I need to get over there a bit more. Indonesia, Colombia, Costa Rica, Austria, Czech Republic, Italy, Israel, India, Spain. So probably like 100 or so countries with small, like small listeners in those countries but just amazing right like the power of the podcast to be able to distribute and teach and share your message and your gifts and your voice far and wide globally 
um, to an amazing, diverse community of incredible human beings. That is a gift. That is a privilege. And again, just holding a mic here and recording with Loom, actually, and about to then just drop this episode, the link in Asana, send it off to Rolly, who will work his magic. Just incredible, right? So if you have enjoyed my lessons from podcasting, the six main lessons I believe I shared, as well as some of the key trends and just a shout out to the wonderful people. Thank you. Thank you for enjoying it. That's all I've got to say. Share it with somebody who you think might enjoy it as well. Yeah, pass it on. Pass on the joy of podcasting to them. Again, if you want to share, donate, pledge, support this beautiful little podcast, Untapped Podcast, nataliesisson.com forward slash love. I'll show you some love back. Yes, I will. I'll shout out to you on the show. And uh, please do come across to nataliesisson.com forward slash podcast. Seek out this episode. Episode 37 will be the first one there if you're listening to this right now. And in it will be the resources that I've talked about here, the infographic that I'll point to, and also a list of the top 10 podcasts over the last year that have been the most popular, according to you, just for fun, just for shits and giggles because it's always really useful to look back you through your content and see what is resonating with people and do more of that. And if there is a particular guest that you would love to have on this show or a particular topic that you would love for me to talk about, can you please email me, natalie at nataliesisson.com. Man, I never give out my email on this podcast, but it's pretty obvious what it is, natalie at nataliesisson.com. And in the subject line, just put podcast idea. Well, you can put whatever you want in the subject line, but it'd be better if it says podcast something. And um, and hit me up. Tell me who you'd love to see on the show, what topics you'd like covered, or if it's impacted you in any way or you've particularly enjoyed something or something's pissing you off about it, let me know that too. I am so open to feedback. I love it. And I just want to know that you're out there listening to this and hopefully enjoying and learning and gaining motivation, inspiration, insights, any of those things, all of those things from Untapped. I love you. Thank you for listening. And once again, my final shout out to Rolly. Thank you for always editing these podcasts. Don't leave me. Don't leave me.